Coming up on 5-Minute News. Trump dismissed January 6 threats in explosive testimony by aid. Ghislaine Maxwell sentenced to 20 years for abuse of minors. And study confirms climate change driving extreme heat and flooding. It's Wednesday, June 29. I'm Anthony Davis. Former President Donald Trump dismissed the presence of armed protesters headed to the Capitol on January 6 and even endorsed their calls to hang Mike Pence, a key former White House aide, told House investigators on Tuesday, describing chaotic scenes inside and outside the executive mansion, as Trump argued to accompany his supporters. Trump was informed that some of the protesters in the crowd outside the White House had weapons, but he told officials to let my people in and march to the Capitol, testified Cassidy Hutchinson, who was a special assistant to former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. Hutchinson depicted a president flailing in anger and prone to violent outbursts as the window to overturn his election loss closed and as aides sought to rein in his impulses. Told by security officials that it wasn't safe to go to the Capitol after he addressed his supporters, he lunged towards the steering wheel of the presidential SUV. Hutchison said she was told of the altercation in the armoured vehicle dubbed the Beast by Meadows' deputy shortly after it happened. As his supporters laid siege to Congress, both Trump and Meadows appeared unconcerned about cries in the crowd to hang Mike Pence. The president tweeted during the attack that Pence didn't have the courage to object to President Joe Biden's victory as he presided over the joint session of Congress that day. Hutchison quoted Meadows as saying that Trump thinks Mike deserves it. And as for the rioters, Meadows said, he doesn't think they're doing anything wrong. Hutchison's explosive testimony featured in a surprise hearing, announced just 24 hours earlier, came as the House Committee investigating the Capitol insurrection holds a series of hearings to inform the public about what happened as Trump supporters beat police, broke in through windows and doors, and interrupted the certification of Joe Biden's victory. Ghislaine Maxwell, the jet-setting socialite who once consorted with royals, presidents and billionaires, was sentenced on Tuesday to 20 years in prison for helping the financier Jeffrey Epstein sexually abuse underage girls. The stiff sentence was the punctuation mark on a trial that explored the sordid rituals of a predator power couple who courted the rich and famous as they exploited vulnerable girls as young as 14. Prosecutors said Epstein, who killed himself in 2019 while awaiting trial, sexually abused children hundreds of times over more than a decade and couldn't have done so without the help of Maxwell, his longtime companion. A jury in December convicted Maxwell of sex trafficking, transporting a minor to participate in illegal sex acts and two conspiracy charges. Judge Allison J. Nathan, who also imposed a $750,000 fine, noted that 60-year-old Maxwell never expressed remorse. The judge said she wanted the sentence to send an unmistakable message. 
Maxwell, wearing a blue prison uniform and a white mask to conform with coronavirus rules, looked to one side as the sentence was announced, but otherwise did not react. Addressing the court earlier, Maxwell stood at a lectern and said she empathised with the survivors and hoped her punishment would bring them peace, but she did not admit culpability and laid blame for the abuse on Epstein, saying meeting him was the greatest regret of my life. Extreme weather events, from scorching heat waves to unusually heavy downpours, have caused widespread upheaval across the globe this year, with thousands of people killed and millions more displaced. In the last three months, monsoon rains unleashed disastrous flooding in Bangladesh, and brutal heat waves seared parts of South Asia and Europe. Meanwhile, prolonged drought has left millions on the brink of famine in East Africa. Much of this, scientists say, is what's expected from climate change. On Tuesday, a team of climate scientists published a study in the journal Environmental Research Climate. The researchers scrutinized the role climate change has played in individual weather events over the past two decades. The findings confirm warnings of how global warming will change our world and also make clear what information is missing. For heat waves and extreme rainfall, we find we have a much better understanding of how the intensity of these events is changing due to climate change, said study co-author Luke Harrington, a climate scientist at Victoria University of Wellington. With heat waves, it's highly probable that climate change is making things worse. Pretty much all the heat waves across the world have been made more intense and more likely by climate change, said study co-author Ben Clark, an environmental scientist at the University of Oxford. An April heatwave that saw the mercury climb above 122 Fahrenheit in India and Pakistan, for example, was made 30 times more likely by climate change, according to the WWA. Heatwaves across the Northern Hemisphere in June, from Europe to the United States, highlight exactly what our review paper shows, that the frequency of heatwaves has gone up. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate, and review online at 5-Minute.News. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily. On the morning of August 1, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery and I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify and all the usual suspects.